This is UH Jeff, and I'm here with Dave and Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast, episode 170-inch. On this episode, we take an in-depth look at the brand new full-length Weird, the Al Yankovic story trailer. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Welcome to episode 170 inch. I am speaking for Dave and myself by saying it's a real treat to be joined by our close personal friend, UH Jeff Nucera, for the entire episode. Thank you so much for sitting in with us, Jeff. Thank you for having me. For this episode, I'll be known as Weird, the Al Yankovic Store Sarah. No, never mind. All right, for those of you who do not know Jeff, besides being one of our closest friends and a huge Weird Al super fan, he is also the person who screens all of the snail mail, fan mail, that goes through the close personal friend of Al post office box, among many, many other things. And he was our guest on episode 3-inch. And he's been on the podcast numerous times and has been a great friend and part of the podcast family from the very beginning. These are true facts. Hey, is episode 3-inch still your least listened to episode? Yeah, I don't know if anyone's actually ever listened to it, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the greatest. Which is exactly why we're having you back on this episode, to try to redeem yourself. Try to at least get one or two (laughs) listeners on this episode. You think you can do that, Jeff? I'll see what I can do. All right. I will try to bring my A game. Is that mailbox still a thing, Jeff? Are you still answering Al's mail? Yes, I'm doing all of those things. Uh, it is, as we often say, it it takes a, a minute. Uh, visualize a glacier, uh, like a pre-global warming <laughs> glacier, actually. We should probably update that. Um, but yeah, it takes a, it takes a, a bit, but, uh, but, you know, people still write in all the time and and I send them autographs. I, I pass their notes on to Al, and uh, and everyone has a good time. And when you say you send autographs, it's not your autograph. It's not my <laughs> autograph. No one has asked for my autograph yet. Uh, but um, but Al, you know, there's a there's a stack of of photos that Al has signed. Um, and more often than not, these days, people are asking for like more personalized autographs. So I just. You know, I just forward those all along to Al, and Al will will sign a, a photo uh, personally, and um, and send it off. It's all very exciting. That's so awesome. Yeah. But just to be clear, Jeff, if somebody does write into close personal friends of Al and asks for your autograph, you would give them your autograph. I would do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. If they, if they insist. Well, Jeff, should we leave a stack of signed Dave and Ethan headshots? So if people start asking for our autographs, you can send those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just forward those along to the PO box. It'll be I'll just uh, keep them in, in the pile. Okay. <laughs> And for those of our listeners that actually do write snail mail, what is that address for Close Personal Friends of Al? I thought you'd never ask, Dave. It's Close Personal Friends of Al, 8033 Sunset Boulevard, box number 4018, Los Angeles, California, 90046. Awesome. I did send in my own song suggestion to Al. Did that ever get to him? Uh, No, those song suggestions are burned. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
So thank you for keeping the heat on at my house. <laughs> yeah, you haven't had to buy fuel in years. <laughs> it's very toasty at the uh, Jeff Nucera residence. <laughs> Indeed. That's part of the reason why there are so many fires out here. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again for joining us for this whole episode, Jeff. But before we get too much further, Dave and I wanted to deeply apologize for something just absolutely awful that happened on the last episode. Oh, dear. Yeah, it has come to our attention that a private conversation that Ethan and myself had with our intern, Frank, actually made it into the final edit of episode 169-inch of Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. That is so embarrassing. I didn't want to say anything, but I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, I, Jeff, I have to apologize. I know you listen every week, but you know our intern Frank, he was testing the 347 Spatula Hotline, which is, of course, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. And due to Frank's incompetence, our listeners were cruelly forced to hear his voice, not only in the Spatula Hotline, but also during our conversation with him that followed. It was horrible. Yeah, we deeply, deeply apologize. That conversation should have never, never made it into the final edit of the episode. And you, our beloved listeners, should have never had to listen to that. We can only imagine the agony that you all must have gone through hearing intern Frank's horrible, grating voice on the podcast. But unfortunately... Dave and I do need to converse with Frank on occasion for podcast-related reasons, but please, please know it is never intentional if we accidentally subject anyone to that torture. We can 100% assure you that intern Frank has been fined and reprimanded, and we promise you that we will do everything in our power to minimize your exposure to intern Frank on this podcast and in the future. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, even our guest Jeff Nucera included, please accept our deepest apologies. On behalf of your listeners, Dave and Ethan, we will accept your apology, but don't let it happen again. Thank you. Thank you. Well, with that out of the way, let's move on to some much more positive and very, very exciting Weird Al-related news in What's Happening in Weird Al-related news. What's Happening in Weird Al-related news is brought to you in part by Well, Well, Well and the true legends of the once great forum, Huawei, in accordance with support for the rights of gays and LGBTQ+, and people who wash their hands regularly. Thanks, Mark Heidenreich, for the new sponsorship. On Monday, August 29th, the full-length trailer for Weird Al Yankovic's upcoming full-length biopic, Weird the Al Yankovic Story, was officially released. Weird Al shared the two-minute and 50-second trailer on his social media, and it immediately went viral. Yes, online media outlets picked up the news and ran with it, and at one point on Monday, the trailer was trending at number five on YouTube. On Sunday, August 28th, a day before the release of the full-length trailer, an eight-second teaser video was shared by Weird Al as well. This trailer for the trailer, if you will, gave us quick glimpses of Daniel Radcliffe in the titular role of Weird Al Yankovic and Evan Rachel Wood in the role of Madonna, as well as a short clip of a new recording of I Love Rocky Road. And if that's not enough, this past Saturday, August 27th, Weird Al also shared the brand new official movie poster. Woo! We are going to take a deep dive into the full-length trailer later this episode with our special guest, UH Jeff. But first, we need to check in on what's happening in Burrito Burrito-related news. 
This episode is brought to you in part by Vegan Burrito Restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double wrap in a quesadilla, Burrito Burrito, and Wizard Burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito, or hop on over to Wizard Burger for mouth-watering loaded, dare I say, beefy vegan burgers. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world, plant-based, real food, always vegan style. Visit BurritoSquared.com and WizardBurger.com to order ahead. Yum. As we previously reported, We're the Al Yankovic Story will make its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival in just a little bit over a week on Thursday, September 8th. There are two additional public showings scheduled for the festival, one of which happens the following day, Friday, September 9th, which is currently sold out, and the other on Sunday, September 18th. If you plan to attend, <laughs> good luck! From what we can tell, Weird the Al Yankovic Story tickets are hot, hot, hot commodities. Wow, I can't believe one of the screenings is already sold out and they're not even on sale yet. The Toronto International Film Festival also announced that there will be a free screening of Weird Al's first film, UHF, prior to the world premiere of Weird the Al Yankovic Story. You guys, I'm considering flying in just to see UHF. What do you guys think about that? No spoilers, Jeff. I haven't seen it yet. So this is awesome. New York Comic Con has announced a brand new panel called Let's Get Weird, the Roku channel, for Sunday, October 9th at their Empire Stage. The official description reads, Come join the all-star cast and director of Weird the Al Yankovic Story, a Roku original film streaming free on the Roku channel this November 4th. MTV and Comedy Central's Josh Horowitz will join Daniel Radcliffe, Evan Rachel Wood, director Eric Appel, and the legendary man himself, Weird Al Yankovic, to take us behind the scenes in an exclusive panel about the filming of this outrageously epic biopic. As of this recording, Sunday passes are still available to New York Comic Con, but there is no guarantee that a pass holder will get access to that panel. We'll let you know if we get more information. We're anxious to get into that deep dive of the full-length trailer with our special guest, UH Jeff, but before we do that, we need to check in on what's happening in hamster-related news! This is a special hamster alert to the Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast broadcast alert system, sponsored by Jack Bateman. Well, last episode, we picked a section at random from the Wikipedia entry for hamsters, and, well, that was kind of a disaster. Oh, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I learned a new word, estrus. Well, so be it, Dave, but let's not have a repeat of last episode. Well, you know what we could do? We could ask our special guest, UH Jeff, to pick a section at random from the Wikipedia entry for hamsters and let him read that. Well, that's a great idea. What do you say, Jeff? Yeah, I'm in. Why not? All right, we'll just pick a section at random and we'll let the learning begin. All right, just let me click here. <clears throat> when seen from above... A sexually mature female hamster has a trim tail line. A male's tail line bulges on both sides. No, Jeff, stop! Okay, okay, sorry. Uh, how about this? Let's see. <clears throat> male hamsters typically have very large testes in relation to their body size. Oh, wait, didn't you read that last week? Yeah, after the last episode aired, my wife Jackie, who's a veterinarian, told me that fact is 127% true. Dave, I have so many questions, but first... 
Why were you talking to your wife about hamster testes? Well, I needed to know the definition of estrus. That is all for this episode's very important special hamster alert via the Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast broadcast alert system. All right, let's move on to what's happening in Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West-related news, and then we can talk all about the full-length trailer with our special guest, UH Jeff. Yesterday, August 30th, the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West sent a very cryptic message to his email followers. The message reads as follows. In three days, I'll be revealing something brand new and exciting for all of my fan community worldwide. I'll drop a hint on Thursday. (gasps) We are as perplexed as you are, and I guess we'll find out more tomorrow. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm excited, uh, whatever it may be, but... Hey guys, I think it's finally time. Let's talk about this brand new trailer that's been breaking the internet for Weird the Al Yankovic story. There is? <laughs> yes! Alright, so what I think we should do, let's just take a listen to the trailer in little pieces and we'll just discuss it as we go. How's that sound, guys? I'm on board. Can we talk more about hamster testes, though? Uh, maybe next time you're on, Jeff. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> okay, well, let's get started. Put it in. Oh, I've got chills already. (laughs) What an awesome opening scene. (laughs) All right. So in this scene, Al busts into the office of what we assume are Tony and Ben Scotty and tosses a cassette to Tony and says, put it in. So obviously, Weird Al is played by Daniel Radcliffe. And then Weird Al, uh, we believe, is reprising the role of Tony Scotty from that original 2010 Funny or Die trailer. And then, by process of elimination, the other Scotty brother is Ben Scotty, so we're assuming that's who Will Forte is playing. I'll accept that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this scene appears to be set in the office full of gold records that we previously saw in the teaser trailer. Yes, and those records have the Scotty brothers label on them. And we get a shot of, you know, the, the desk, and there's some more gold singles and records behind the desk, some awards... And um, I noticed a Rolodex on the desk there. (laughs) Yes, my eyes immediately went to, like, the gold (laughs) cheetah thing above Al's head. Yeah. (laughs) Above Tony Tony Scotty's head. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try to refer to the character name so it doesn't get confusing, especially because Weird Al is in this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, not only is Weird Al the subject of this movie, the whole focus of this movie, he also plays a character in the movie. So it it does get a little confusing when we're talking about Weird Al. I think this is the first time we've actually confirmed that Al has a cameo in the film. I think we all assumed that he would. Yeah, correct. I, I don't think we've seen anything to indicate that up until this trailer. And on a similar note, I mean, this is the first time I've seen Will Forte's name uh, tossed around with this film at all. So I think that that was another relevation from this little clip opening clip. Yeah, yeah, he was not even listed on IMDb until after this trailer dropped. And I just want to say I am such a huge fan of Will Forte. <laughs> the fact that he's in this movie and like he's so hilarious in this trailer, like it just it gets me so psyched because huge fan of Last Man on Earth and you know his stuff on SNL, of course, and and everything else he's done. MacGruber, <laughs> he is, yeah, he is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, another thing that's pretty obvious is that when Weird Al tosses the tape to Tony, it says "Eat it" in big bold letters. <laughs> you got to be really quick. You got to freeze frame. Uh, and you can see it clear as day 
and yes. how pretty sync it's majestic. Got, <laughs> it's got three exclamation points. There's a lot of excitement uh, on this label. Wow. <laughs> I love, I just, just as an aside, I love that, like, the I in Eat It is dotted with a circle. Uh, I don't know why that cracks me up, but it cracks me up. Well, Al used to do, like, remember he did the bubble letters when he would do autographs? I wonder if that's, like, yes. a, a little homage to that. <laughs> yes, perhaps. <laughs> I wonder if that's Al's actual handwriting on that label. Hmm. Oh, so many questions. Yeah. So many questions. Yes. I wonder where that tape is right now. I oh. know. Is this tape more collectible than the Dr. Demento tape that we always talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I would think that anything that shows up in the official trailer is very highly collectible and special. Yes. Including Tony and Ben Scotty themselves. <laughs> what do you think of uh, of Al's look as Tony Scotty? I, I honestly I don't even know what Tony Scotty is supposed to look like. <laughs> but a guy with like a bunch of like rings makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, he does have. If you like Google him, there is like a uh, he, There is this like sort of I don't want to say mafia esque look from the from the 80s but there is he does have a, a mafia look. <laughs> <laughs> you know it and al kind of is pulling that off i'm looking at the picture right now and uh yeah i totally see that <laughs> i i saw something on reddit where someone was like oh i think it's so great that weird al is doing a cameo in the movie and i saw someone else comment and say oh my god that's weird al <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Starring Weird Al as Bruce Campbell yeah. as Tony Scotty. I love and he's got so many rings on. <laughs> Alright, then it pops up a Roku original film. I'm tired of people thinking I'm some kind of joke. Your dad and I agreed it will be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. <laughs> that line is so funny to me <laughs> alright so uh, for those of you who are not watching along um, so there's a zoom in on a house it's like a light blue very like dated 60s looking house there's a you know upside down tricycle in the front yard um, and it's Alan's parents eating dinner Nick uh Al's father, he's wearing like a, a blue collar type of like a work shirt. And Mary, his mom's got a plaid dress and pearls. And yeah, I, I mean, that line is just, it's so over the top and hilarious. <laughs> it is so good. And delivered with such like precision. Like it's not, it's not reading as a joke. It's it's just right. like, no, this is, this is what we're doing. It's like, okay. <laughs> It's very, it's got that very uh, uh, Zucker Brothers uh, airplane feel where mm. they have these very grounded actors delivering these just ridiculous lines <laughs> with all of the, all of the gravity of, of a serious performance. And that's so wonderful to see again. Oh yeah, and there's some really pretty big names in here. You've got Toby Huss playing the part of Nick Yankovic and Julian Nicholson playing the part of Mary Yankovic. I also wanted to point out, and I, I don't know, we haven't really discussed it this episode, but um, obviously 
Weird the Al Yankovic story is a parody of Weird Al's life and career. It's not what actually happened. <laughs> and yeah. in, in reality, Al's parents were super supportive of him. They were the ones yeah. weren't they the ones who suggested the accordion? <laughs> yes, they gave him accordion lessons. They were they super sweet. I don't know, Dave, have you ever did you ever meet them? I did not. I did not meet either one of Al's parents. I got to meet them very briefly at the uh, Weird Al Experience at the Orange County Fair in 2002, oh, wow. and they could not have been sweeter. I mean, just lovely. And so to see them portrayed, you know, w- with this kind of twist is <laughs> hilarious. I mean, we've all seen them in the complete Al and how, like, right. you know, how lovely they are and how much fun they're they're having. Right. Kind of kind of bagging on Al, but like it, it, this just takes it to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, I think when we talked to um, Joel Miller and maybe a couple other people who were you know early Al friends, and when we've talked to them about Al's parents, they say nothing but they're just the sweetest, nicest people in the world. And so having these like kind of cold, like <laughs> sadistic kind of <laughs> parents. <laughs> It's hilarious, and it's you know it's maybe something that a, a casual Weird Al fan may may not know. So uh, it, you know, it, nothing is off off. Uh, nothing is like uh, you know off the rails yet. <laughs> I guess. I mean, except for just stop being yourself. <laughs> Advice from every parent. <laughs> I particularly like the look that. Nick is giving to Al as he's sitting there at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> just chewing and just right. clearly like, uh, this kid, how did this kid become mine? <laughs> Such disdain. Right, it's so cold and <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> now, we don't actually know who is playing child Al, do we? I, I don't. He doesn't look familiar to me, but I got to tell you, from early pictures of Al, they nailed that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he's and he's just storming off, which I imagine a six-year-old <laughs> Al doing often. It's perfect. Now, I know I went to Al's childhood home from a distance. I did not, like, you know, go up and knock on the door, but I did visit the address. <laughs> Uh, as it's publicly known, I believe it was made public in the Al in the Box, um, you know, collection. I believe it was in the pamphlet there, the actual address. And so the house doesn't really look like Al's actual childhood home. But I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I mean, it looks like a very 60s home. I mean, I could see, you know... I'm sort of remembering from the, again, from the complete Al, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look like the house, but it gives off the, that house vibes. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd say that. that. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I would agree. I visited Weird Al's childhood house as well from a distance, and it you're right, it doesn't look anything like the trailer, but I don't think it needs to. I think it just needs to, like Jeff said, just needs to set that setting that it's right. it's an old house. Like yeah. from I do 60s. love that garage, though. That's pretty. That's a great garage door. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> you know what it almost reminds me of? It almost reminds me of the Brady Brunch house. Oh, totally. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you guys notice on the dinner table, they are eating mashed potatoes? What? My favorite. <laughs> That's right. I wonder if it's a reference to UHF and Dare to be Stupid, or uh, maybe they just liked mashed potatoes in the 60s. I don't know. 
Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> it could have been what catering was serving that day. Yes. <laughs> yes, whoever, by the way, whoever d- uh, did set decoration on this house, like, really nailed it. The kitchen is so 60s. That wallpaper is great. Um you know just everything on the shelves it just looks awesome (laughs) yeah i do wonder how much al had influence on it like did he say oh well we had you know yellow curtains and we had this kind of dishware or did they kind of just run with it i'm curious about that yeah i don't know but whatever happened it looks awesome all right well let's move on my whole life all i wanted i'm afraid we found your son at a polka party <laughs> I just uh, God, I love it so much. <laughs> so we see a teenage Al Yankovic on his school bus. Another one rides the bus, and he has a textbook. From what I can tell, it says "Introduction to the Foundations of Solid Geometry." <laughs> <laughs> Another favorite. Then he opens up that textbook to reveal that he's actually reading a magazine called Accordion World. Yes. <gasps> Scandal. Ma- <laughs> magazine dedicated to accordionists. Yeah, if you freeze frame, you can read. It says, meet the world's most famous accordionist. Modern accordion technique. Concertina accordions. A tour method. Easy accordion songs. Cheerful polkas. And then it says, <laughs> let's polka. And I guess the <laughs> the main thing is, there's a nude woman with red high heels holding an accordion. <laughs> The accordion is <laughs> obstructing all, right, all, uh, all the nudity, all the nudity. But um, yes, what better? <laughs> you, it's just so hilarious the direction they decided to go with it. Like if you remember from yeah. the Aaron Paul trailer, you know it's just like you know an old guy <laughs> playing an accordion. But they're like, no, let's make it the sexy woman. <laughs> yeah, it's let's forbidden. Make it really scandalous. <laughs> And I have to say, the the font for Accordion World, like, I kind of need an Accordion World t-shirt yes. with that font on it. Oh, I like, love that. Like, that is so cool looking. <laughs> Leave it to me to ignore the naked woman. Sorry. <laughs> it says Accordion World? What? <laughs> <laughs> and, by the way, the, the teen Al, again, looks just like those those photos of teen al that we have seen throughout the years oh um, totally like the uh like the it, yearbook yeah that kid is so good his name is david bloom uh and and he is he is just a, a ring a dead ringer for al for teen al yeah so after we see a young alfred looking at the accordion world magazine it cuts to a scene of mary opening the door to two cops bringing in teenage al <laughs> And that cop on the left looks very familiar. I believe that is Scott Aukerman. Yeah, you know, I think I recognized his voice before I recognized his face. And that's got to be him. Yeah, the mustache uh, is confusing, (laughs) for at least for me. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I believe that is Scott Aukerman. And we're not sure who's playing the other cop in the scene. And so, obviously, he says, we found your son at a polka party, which I feel like I've heard polka party somewhere before. Is that a reference to something? <laughs> so This is, like, again, like another line that just is so funny and delivered without any irony. Right. It's so good. Now, 
I was really careful about freeze framing when they did the close up of the accordion. And I tried Googling it and I couldn't figure out what this might mean. But the accordion appears to say John Lawson. Um, and then it has a, a, a Frontalini uh, accordion logo, which is a real brand of accordions. Uh, but I could not find any um, kind of reference of John Lawson other than that he's someone who played accordions. Maybe he's someone that Al knew or I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I assume it's just the brand of accordion that he's using. But yeah, this is de- so this is the first time we actually get to see Alfred play the accordion. And yeah, I mean, he's just rocking out this room full of of teens, and they're all oh, <laughs> having a polka yeah. party. <laughs> and the close up of of Alfred just rocking out and just taking it all in, like he's he's at he's in bliss. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love about this group of teenage uh, fans who are all gathered around the young Alfred is it looks like a bunch of them are wearing like leader in or at least outfits that would you would expect to see at a polka party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even notice. I, I did the not notice that, but oh my goodness, <laughs> I love that. Oh man, this is insane. <laughs> now it might be just the curtains, but to me it looks like those are the same kind of curtains they had in the dining room uh, with the kind of orange and the white. And I wonder if this was at the Yankovic house or if they just reused the same house or if it's just a coincidence. Um, I don't know if you guys had that thought. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't notice, but yeah, it seems like I don't know if the, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just everyone has those curtains. <laughs> well, it was the '60s. It was a strange time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, yeah. So the obviously the polka party reference that was sort of <laughs> obvious and must have been intentional. But um, I think outside of Al using that on his fourth album, uh, polka party is a pretty popular name for. Um, accordion music albums. I know there's a lot of Frankie Yankovic albums and, and other ones that have that same name. So um, just a good all-around reference there. Another perfect clip in in the trailer. All right, let's move on to the next section. Just to make up new words to a song that already exists. Oh, well, you should do that then. Dude, I've got chills. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that's a great section. There, there are two really, really good lines in that section. I mean, this whole section is hilarious. The dude, I've got chills just had me cracking up the first time I saw so it. Oh, perfect. For sure. <laughs> and then, of course, where the character who's playing Steve J., and he says, oh, well, you should do that then. That, to me, just had me on the floor laughing. That was a hilarious, <laughs> understated line. <laughs> so Jim turns on the radio, and it starts playing My Sharona by the Neck. And you can see there's a couple eight tracks, and there's actually a book there. And it says Atlas of the Solar System. Google has told me that this is a real book. Uh, and there's many versions <laughs> it's of incredible. it. It's <laughs> incredible. Yes. 
I kind of feel like, I don't know if this was intentional or if it was just like a random kind of like college age book they threw in there, but I feel like that's a book that Steve would be reading in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that. All right, so let's set the stage of the room that they're in. So this room has it has drafting tables with architecture sketches on it. It has a Cal Poly pennant. There's a nice reference. It has an oversized Ace of Spades card. It has lava lamp and it has MC Escher like artwork in it. Yeah, it all it all yes. it all feels like what Al would have had. You know, like obviously um, in real life he was an architecture major. So I wonder if they'll touch on that or if that's just like kind of a fun easter egg or or what but then obviously cal poly i wonder if it's going to be cal poly san luis obispo in the film yeah why not also as part of the set decoration uh there is an orange metal lamp and a pencil sharpener that my mom had on her desk uh she had both (laughs) of those items so you know the the authenticity here is is pretty epic (laughs) so pretty epic another pretty epic thing is the camera zooms in on this pack of oscar meyer bologna <laughs> labeled steve <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of interesting because obviously in real life when weird al wrote my bologna he had not met steve J yet right. but in this version of the story it seems that steve's personal package of bologna was the inspiration <laughs> for the song <laughs> and when you see Steve, he's wearing this like shirt with a pink flamingo, and he's reading yet another issue of Accordion World. This one has <laughs> <laughs> has a sexy woman with a short skirt playing the accordion. <laughs> I want to subscribe to Accordion World. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, I guess the the craziest part of this section is when. Al starts singing, it's not Daniel's voice, it's Weird Al's voice. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite part is just like, Daniel doesn't blink. Uh, It is as if the voice of Weird Al is just coming through his mouth without him knowing it. He's just looking at his band like, oh, it's just... It's just happening. It's like he's a man possessed. And it just is so amazing. It's so funny. Oh, God. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like uh, from from the heavens above, he's been, you know, given this, <laughs> this place, which very obviously gives Jim the chills. <laughs> it is oh it's so perfect yeah i I guess it's important to to point out that not only does the real weird al yankovic voice come out of daniel's mouth and sing my bologna but this is a brand new recording of my bologna yes yeah incredible i mean um obviously the first my bologna was recorded in the the bathroom at the radio station at Cal Poly. Um, and then it was re-recorded for the first album. So I guess this is like, they must've went back in the studio and, and re-recorded it. It's, it sounds incredible. Yeah. And it opens up the possibility that not only, you know, my Bologna was re-recorded, but we'll see later on in this trailer that additional songs were re-recorded, but it's possible that many, many songs of Weird Al's were re-recorded just for this movie. Maybe all of them. 
Oh, I, wait. Ooh, that would be incredible. <laughs> like hundreds of Weird Al songs, just <laughs> all in this movie. <laughs> now, I don't know if you noticed in the background when um, Al is, is performing with real Al's voice, there's like a wind-up monkey on the shelf, and it's, I, I couldn't tell if that's the kind of monkey who has like the uh, the symbols that that bash, or if it's the accordion like on the cover of the original Weird Al self-titled album. There's a wind-up monkey holding an accordion, so I, I figured w- whether that was an accordion or symbols, I figured it might be there as a reference to the first album cover. Oh, interesting. Yeah, very good catch. And then obviously there is a bologna pack hanging on the wall in the <laughs> on the first album cover, and we have you know Steve's bologna on uh, <laughs> in this scene. Steve's bologna. What? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess we should mention that uh, the part of Steve J is being played by Spencer Treat Clark. The part of Jim Kimo West is being played by Jack Lancaster. And the part of John Bermuda Schwartz is being played by Tommy O'Brien. And again, these are these are very like these are not actors in comedy. You know, Spencer Tree Clark was in Animal Kingdom and Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just again, they're not they're not going for obvious like comedic actors. These are these are pretty serious uh, pretty serious guys. How do you guys feel about their resemblance to young John, Steve, and Jim? I mean, there's not a, I, you know, they don't look really. I mean, they're like they're, they're approximations of of the guys, and I and I think in that sense they look great. Like Jim's got curly hair, Steve's tall, uh, <laughs> right. Bermuda's, uh, you know, a. a boy i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i think it's uh, yeah i I think you know you see the three of them you know who's who yeah yeah exactly yes (laughs) yeah i agree i think that you know as far as resembling the band i can see who's playing who and i can understand that these are supposed to be jim steve and bermuda you know i whether they look exactly like the band i don't think so personally but you know i'm sure they do a great job yeah, and and just based alone on "Dude, I've Got Chills," uh, Oscar worthy. I mean, <laughs> I am just I'm on board. So then we see the text: "The Untold True Story." Every once in a great while, I can spot a talent that I know is the future of music. <laughs> Well, we finally yes, see yes. Dr. Demento. Hooray. <laughs> Rain Wilson looks amazing as Dr. Demento. <laughs> he does. He does. Um, yeah, so we, we see him sitting by himself with a, a martini with his tuxedo and his top hat. And um, <laughs> he looks, yeah, he looks great. He does look great. I know that uh, uh, we all loved Pat Oswalt uh, in the original trailer, but I think that Rain Wilson is 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 doing this justice. Yes, I guess they got a pass on Patton, and they just they went right with Rain. And um, I wasn't sure at first, <laughs> but yeah, I think he he really is pulling off Doctor D uh, in a great way. So we then see Al walking away from I guess a hot dog stand. And then all of a sudden, Al is on stage. He's adjusting his mic, and he nods. And then we see this audience shot of these like really tough-looking biker dudes. Terrifying. 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy that that Weird Al is performing at this biker bar. It's just totally out of character for some for polka music, you know, accordion music to be happening in a biker <laughs> bar. It's interesting how this particular scene is going to play out. So, so uh, the the elephant in the biker bar. Um, <laughs> let's just let's just talk about it. Uh, there are two very familiar looking people uh, in this scene. Do you guys want to talk about that? Well, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the one guy, Daniel Radcliffe, looks a lot like Weird Al, and Rain looks a lot like Dr. Demento. I, I think you're kind of, you know, beating beating that point over the head, Jeff. No, that's not... No, 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 no. Uh, l- look at the guy on the left. He, he, he looks like Dave. Jeff, I think you're right. That looks exactly like Dave. Yeah, from the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl. All the way on the left there, he's got like kind of the beard and the long, dark hair. I think you're onto something. What? No. No, no, no. All right, uh, let's try this. How about the guy on the right with the glasses and the beard? Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, right there in about the third row. That definitely, that definitely looks like Willie Nelson. <sighs> I can't imagine they got Willie Nelson and Dave Grohl to play in the movie, but... Yeah, you've got a very imaginative mind, Jeff. Fine, moving on. And before we move on, we have to give a shout out to the person in the biker bar who is fast asleep standing next to the gentleman who looks like Willie Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious, hilarious. He must not have been a big fan of Weird Al. (laughs) But first, we gotta find you a stage name. Al Yankovic. It's long, it's hard to pronounce. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Weird... Al Yankovic. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I mean, what do you even say? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everything in this scene you pretty much hear, so we don't have to describe too much. But obviously, it's it's Doctor D and it's Al. They're in, I guess, it looks like that same bar, and. Dr. D is giving him his stage name. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Demento clearly stepping in as, as Al's mentor in this film, uh, his guide. And and this is uh, an excellent piece of advice, I say. And what's a... Uh... What's fun to look at in this scene is to look at what's going on in the background. There's quite a few interesting things going on. First of all, there's this big like milk carton full of what appears to be like empty alcohol bottles, which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Uh, but there's some posters or flyers up on the wall. And uh, as far as I can tell, like zooming in on them, it looks like uh, one of them is like a gig poster for maybe a band called The Gutter, which is performing at the Cobra Pit. And mm. I don't interesting. Yes, I wonder uh, if I this is the Cobra Pit. Ooh, I, I this, don't know. And if that's like a, a parody, sort of of the Viper Room. Yeah, that's where ah, the after party was call. for the the uh, Weird Al Star Ceremony. And the the other the yellow poster is a little bit harder to make out, but there appears to be some sort of sticker or something in the bottom left corner, and I can't really make it out. But maybe that'll be clearer in a couple of seconds yeah and also on that <laughs> yellow poster it looks like a cow head uh to it me. does look like a cow head yeah <laughs> it does yeah i can't and it looks like they're whoever that is is going to play at 10 p.m maybe yeah. <laughs> yes oh but it also says the gutter is 10 p.m on the pink poster oh no 
Well, maybe they're different days. Okay. <laughs> if you watch a little bit further into the clip, there are a couple more posters uh, off to Dr. Demento's left side or, or the screen's right side. There's like a pink poster, a, another yellow poster, and a blue poster or flyer. Hmm. Yeah, the pink and the yellow look like it's the same poster, just different color. Yeah, I'm not sure. Does that exit sign look weird to you guys? I have to say, (laughs) in the 80s, my memory is that exit signs were red back then. Uh, And it wasn't until like the last couple of decades that they became green. Uh, And in a film that is filled with... Um, you know, they, they really went out of their way to, to be factual. I just feel like um, <laughs> right. for, for, for something like this to, to slip in is just like, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much research they did. <laughs> well, I thought it was an interesting choice to have the exit sign be pretty much the focal point of the conversation between Weird Al and Dr. Demento. Oh, are they having a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is a action-packed ten seconds. <laughs> a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. So uh, we see Al on stage with the band. They're performing "I Love Rocky Road," but it's with real Weird Al's voice again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I guess Daniel. Yes, and I guess Daniel's not actually singing any of the songs in this, unless he does a really good Al impression. <laughs> <laughs> And again, also important to point out, this is a brand new recording of I Love Rocky Road, specifically for this film. Super cool. And um, what does it say on Bermuda's drum set? It's it's like, I think it's that sticker you were talking about before, Dave. Yeah, so from what I can tell, this sticker and what is on Bermuda's drum set are the exact same logo. And it's a little bit hard to make out, but I believe it says Skunk Barf. That is that is my read on it as well. Or it could be Skunk <laughs> Bake, uh, but yeah, probably Skunk Barf. <laughs> it kind of looks like a barf cloud around it. <laughs> skunk Bake? That makes no sense, Ethan. Come on. So again, another another shirt I need is a Skunk Barf shirt. <laughs> or, or Skunk Bake. <laughs> Indeed, the Skunk Barf shirt would be incredible. Hopefully they mer- <laughs> merchandise the heck out of this movie. But what's interesting is that you see Weird Al up on stage performing with this apparently Skunk Barf uh, band logo. So I'm wondering if somehow he's involved with this Skunk Barf band. I, yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah, the the Bermuda is playing his uh, those drums, um, so who knows? Well, maybe Al's stage name is Skunk Barf until Doctor Demento <laughs> tells him to change it to Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, <laughs> I think that's the only Skunk Barf Yankovic. Yes. <laughs> the audience clearly very into this. Yeah, we see uh, those two guys again. Of course, Dave. Grohl and Willie Nelson and um, there's some and the sleeping guy is, is wide awake. It appears like now. the sleeping guy has woken up for this one. <laughs> yes, He's guzzling a bottle of beer or something. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to see uh, Willie Nelson. There's like a guy kind of in the front blocking him, but it looks like they're really enjoying Weird Al or Skunk Bar for whatever is going on on stage with I Love Rocky Road. Yeah, they're fist bumping along to I Love Rocky Road. It's incredible. I love it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then we see like these music charts like go by really really quick and it's hard to make them out but I was able to transcribe uh, the top 10 so starting at number 10 um, was hold me now by the Thompson twins uh, followed by number nine I want a new drug by Huey Lewis in the news Ooh, which was later parodied by Weird Al as I Want a New Duck. Yes. <laughs> then we have Here Comes the Rain Again by the Eurythmics as number eight. Mm, the great song Jump by Van Halen as number seven. Coming in at number six, Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Which Footloose, of course, shows up in one of Weird Al's polkas. Indeed. And then number five, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper, which... Um, is the not as good version as Girls Just Want to Have Lunch from Dare to be Stupid. <laughs> and then number four is Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by George Michael. And then we get into the interesting stuff. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. And I guess we could start back at the top. So number one on the music charts is Another One Rides the Bus. This week is number one. Last week is number one. Two weeks ago, it was number one. And it's been on the charts for 12 weeks. <laughs> At number one. Yep. Ah, yes. Yep. And number two is a yet another Weird Al song. I love Rocky Road. This week at number two. Last week at number two. Two weeks ago at number two. And on the chart for 22 weeks. <laughs> And then at number three, My Bologna, which is uh, this week, number three, last week, number three, two weeks ago, number three, uh, with a total of 35 weeks on the chart. <laughs> I love this. I, I love that they're finally there's some accurate stuff in this trailer. Yeah. As we yes. all know, My Bologna spent 35 <laughs> weeks at the top of the music charts. <laughs> <laughs> And what's interesting is that, you know, there's all these great songs that are on the charts, but for some reason, the three Weird Al songs all came out roughly around the same time, a couple of weeks apart, and yeah. at the same time of some of these other songs, which don't even make sense in the timeline. <laughs> right, they haven't even come out yet. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. What? What do you mean? Uh, but this is, yeah, this is, this is quite a chart, um, and I, for one, uh, uh, wish music was still this way yes <laughs> and i i want a t-shirt of this music chart <laughs> <laughs> so before we move on to oprah we should talk about the catalog numbers they have listed for these three weird owl singles yeah, what's interesting is that for Another One Rides the Bus, they have the catalog number 4-04374. Well, that's actually the catalog number for Eat It. Huh. It is indeed. And the My Bologna number that they have listed here, which is 96404, is actually the Capitol Records version of My Bologna. That one sort of checks out. But what's really strange is that for I Love Rocky Road... They have a catalog number listed 4-04202. And as far as we could tell, that does not line up with any Weird Al release. Yeah, I cannot uh, I cannot figure that out. But I will look into it further because that's who I am. <laughs> well, whatever that is, we need to add it to our collections. <laughs> <laughs> of t-shirts. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well then... Then we see Oprah for the first time. 
Of course, played by the very funny Quinta Brunson. Yes, and she is amazing. I mean, her her Oprah is spot on. She is just bringing life to it. Uh, and life to me, in fact. How's that? Yeah, she looks exactly like, you know, classic Oprah. <laughs> yeah, classic 80s Oprah. Um and you know this is obviously the the part of the of the trailer uh, of the story um, where Al's career is uh, at its peak. You know, <laughs> each all of these biopics have this moment of like <laughs> victory and stardom, and everyone's winning. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> well, then we see Al performing in like a giant, giant stadium. Yeah. Well, Oprah talks. Yeah, because Al has taken the world by storm, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it looks like this is about where he's at the top of his, you know. Hey, he's got three songs in the top three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, yes. It looks like Al is doing quite well for himself at this point. Um, it's interesting. You can, if you look in the next scene of the audience where there's a whole bunch of screaming, screaming female fans that are just going absolutely wild for what appears to be a shirtless <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic. Much like, uh, I think, the Beatles crowds that we always see video of. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're, of course, you know, the three of us, we go to a lot of Weird Al shows. We're very familiar with the young girl screaming in the front row um, of his Obviously, concerts. yes. Yes. <laughs> Next to us. I mean, obviously, we're also screaming in the front rows, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't ever remember seeing Weird Al performing up on stage without a shirt on. I mean, it's hard for me to remember, but uh, no. I think the closest <laughs> we ever got to that was... Uh, you know, maybe bedrock anthem in in you know when he's in the loincloth. <laughs> Natural fiber, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I know you, Madonna? I was wondering if you were going to do a parody of my song, like a virgin. I'm curious. Is that song autobiographical? Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've had a lot of sex. <laughs> We finally get to see uh, Evan Rachel Wood playing Madonna. <laughs> oh, again, just, just perfection. I mean, I was worried that it, when I first heard it wasn't Olivia Wilde being Madonna, because I, I just, I loved her in the original one. It's like, I hope Evan Rachel Wood lives up to it. I know she's an amazing actress, but I guess I didn't picture her as Madonna. But seeing her and hearing her as Madonna is perfection <laughs> oh it's unbelievable i mean she just the outfit the voice the attitude yeah. it is all just <laughs> wonderful and i know i keep saying this about every frame of this trailer but i just love it so much well i think it goes without saying i don't know if we said this but this trailer is pretty stinking majestic all the way through <laughs> I, I think we're pretty excited about this movie if you can't tell <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Evan Rachel Wood's portrayal of Madonna is incredible. Like I said, it looks just like Madonna, sounds just like Madonna, acts just like Madonna. It, it's incredible. But I am blown away by this huge mansion that it appears that Weird Al's living in. This place is incredible with that staircase that that just commands the whole the room. The marble and... Just, the marble Columns. everywhere. Oh, it, yeah! It's got it's got the piano in the background, and it's just it's incredible. It's a great place. I, I'm so glad to see that Weird Al is doing very well for himself at, least at this point in his career. 
This is why he can't get Wi-Fi in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for Jeff. Uh, Dave, yes. I, I think I'm correct in assuming that you have not been to Weird Al's house. I've not been to Weird Al's house. But Jeff, as you know, Al's keeper of his fan mail and you have to drop stuff off to him, I have to assume you've been to his house. Is this what Al's house looks like? I have been to his house, and no, in fact, his house does not look like a Vegas casino. (laughs) (laughs) But I've only been to his current house. I know that he had a different house in the 80s, so who knows? Ah. Okay, okay. This may be accurate, historically accurate. His current house is much bigger than this one, is what you're saying. Yes, yes, for sure. So my second question, (laughs) Jeff, um, when Al answers his door, does he do it in an unbuttoned Hawaiian robe, uh, shirtless with a six pack. <laughs> uh, again, not that I have seen. Okay, um, but that Hawaiian robe is pretty epic. Uh, <laughs> I want one. <laughs> That's another piece of merchandise for the movie. I hope someone's taking notes over at Roku. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's just yeah. Let's just call Marnie. She'll she'll yeah. take care of it. <laughs> We can't forget, there's like in the background this painting of it looks like Weird Al. I, I can't really tell, but it's got to be Weird Al, right? Yeah, it's it's out of focus, but it definitely looks like a, a portrait of Al uh, with an accordion. Um, like this incredible white robe or something. It's, yeah, it's, or a it's horse, a, maybe? really cool looking. Yeah, I can't horse tell. Or, an, or a unicorn, perhaps. Maybe it's. <laughs> Maybe it's the next cover of Accordion World. I just can't oh. tell. Ooh, I love that idea. <laughs> again, again, this is a t-shirt we all need. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and it looks like French royalty, like those paintings you see of, like, Napoleon or whatever. Yeah, very museum quality. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You know what it reminds me of? If anyone did VIP for the Strings Attached tour and you got that laminate of Weird Al, just oh yeah, like this, you know, <laughs> yes, as, for sure, like the fireplace portrait of of Weird. Yeah, Al. the fireplace yeah. portrait of Weird Al. It reminds me a lot of that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I gotta say, and also we have, you know, we've been talking a lot about the performances here. Radcliffe is so good. Uh, oh, indeed, yeah. And just effortless. Like, it is just, I mean, I'm just, I'm blown away by every part of this so far. In, in case that was unclear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> he definitely, uh, he seems shorter. I feel like I always think of Al as being a little bit taller, but um, he's got he's got the mustache, he's got the hair, he's got the glasses down, he's got the six-pack yeah. abs, he's got the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah, in real life, I'm not sure that uh, that Madonna is taller than Al, but uh, you know, again, uh, everything else is is very accurate, right, right down to the six pack. <laughs> Before we move on, I think we should also mention. You know, I, I think this is a popular story. Probably anyone listening knows this, but um, while Al typically does not accept uh, ideas for his songs, famously. Madonna did say something in an interview like, oh, I wonder when Al's going to do Like a Surgeon. So it's sort of, uh, I guess, an homage to that. Yes, for sure. And uh, and then, as everyone knows, they, they made out wildly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've had probably a dozen people ask me this past couple days if 
Al and Madonna really dated. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know Al and Madonna dated. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and the other day I was in Google typing in Weird Al something, and you know how Google will suggest like little questions. Um, yeah. It said, "Did Weird Al and Madonna date?" So people are da- are googling it. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I think this I think this biopic is gonna open up the eyes to a lot that we did not know about Weird Al. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> Name me one creative genius that doesn't have a checkered past involving alcohol. That's the medicine. And drugs. <laughs> I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No offense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I think we're at rock bottom, you guys. Oh no! There's a lot to unpack um, on this scene, so I think we just need to go through, like piece by piece, what's actually happening. <laughs> well, it starts out looking pretty good because it appears that Weird Al is playing this huge stadium or outdoor festival that's just packed with with people, uh, and of course those uh, crazy. Uh, Female fans are still in the front row screaming their heads off for him. And then shirtless Al, you know, is like spitting alcohol into the air on stage. Yes. <laughs> like we've seen him do a million times. Right. Yeah. As yeah. he does every night. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely things start to turn at this point because, you know, Al is back in his mansion throwing an old 80s style cell phone at the wall and uh, Madonna's pouring alcohol down his throat. It really appears that he's starting to go go down a bad uh a bad road at this point yeah he's going through some stuff yeah (laughs) well then we see al like get engulfed in flames and then there's this weird like angel angelic dr demento (laughs) it seems like we may be on some sort of trip right perhaps <laughs> well, it's kind of like the uh like the indian the vishnu like he's got four arms and i couldn't really tell what what he's holding but um he's definitely holding like bananas bananas and maybe like a ham and a piece of pita bread or something it's, it's hard here's, to make here's out. my <laughs> here's my theory um it looks to me like a, a chicken uh some bananas uh. A pie and an egg, and all of these are mentioned in Eat It. Oh. So I wonder if this is a uh, sort of some sort of hallucination uh, that inspires him uh, to, <laughs> to, to write the lyrics for Eat It. Yes, and well, I, I well, love it, that. It, it, and he's wearing a Hawaiian lei, and you know he's floating yes. in, in the clouds, and <laughs> yeah, his top hat is white. It's I mean, it's it's very. It's it's wonderful. It is. <laughs> I like your theory, Jeff, and I think you're onto something with the chicken, banana, the <laughs> pie, and the egg. But as the reference to writing, eat it. I think that might be a little bit too late because he's already had this success of being in the mansion and, and all that. But it's a good theory. Yeah. Who knows? Well, and who? Yeah, because it might not be going in timeline order. They might just be putting weird stuff in the trailer in random order. <laughs> it's hard to know. Yeah, it's hard to know when Al specifically caught fire because that the details on that are a little unclear to me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so this vision may have been somewhere else. You're right. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Well, so then as soon as uh, Angelic Dr. D disappears, we see Al on a stretcher being pushed through a hospital. And <laughs> then there's, you know, defibrillator paddles and Al, you know, like pops up screaming all bloody and his glasses are all beat up. And <laughs> <laughs> he is a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, then of course, there's the whole interaction with Doctor D and Alan Madonna, which it it makes me laugh every time I watch it. <laughs> I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No, yeah, and just the way she just like waves him off, like oh whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, no offense. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Okay, I, I got to ask you guys what you think, and I'll, I'll tell you what I think first. But, you know, we get some, some voiceover during this, and it's not clear who it is. It says, you know, name one creative genius that doesn't have a checkered past involving alcohol and drugs. And for whatever reason, it sounds so much like Aaron Paul to me. I don't know what you guys think. Oh, interesting. I, I did not pick up on that. I mean... I picked up on obviously that there's VO, but uh, I did right. not put a name. I couldn't put a name to it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's not obviously Aaron Paul, but it, it sounded enough like him that. So my, this is my theory. My theory is that you know we've only seen Daniel with the glasses and the mustache, so I wonder if the movie will go into you know LASIK and no mustache Al, and maybe older Al or new Al is played by. Aaron Paul, and maybe he's narrating the story. Oh, interesting. That's my grand theory, Ooh, and that's based on twist. just just this little tiny thing. I don't have any <laughs> inside info or anything. That's just that's my guess, complete guess. Wow. All right, I will file that under <laughs> guesses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> will Zeb give us a jingle for that? <laughs> Never mind. Don't even say that because you know he will. <laughs> I'm a train wreck. My parents wrote me off. I pushed away my band. You're all just a bunch of normals. I'm the weird one. You gotta take care of yourself. He's the weird one. <laughs> Well, so we see this is an official selection of the TIFF Toronto International Film Festival 2022. And Hooray! Yeah, a, again, a lot of stuff really quick right here. Um, Al is crying and driving. There's a news report. Uh, there's, you know, his parents are upset. <laughs> a lot going on in like <laughs> 10 seconds here. Yeah. We're still at rock bottom, clearly. Everyone's everyone's upset. <laughs> I want to take a look at that, um, the part where he's going with the breaking news. It looks like he's there with Madonna. He, he's kind of got the Hawaiian shirt draped over his shoulders. But, of course, he's yes. still shirtless, technically. The, of course. <laughs> the press is just surrounding him. It's very upsetting. I love the grainy kind of footage uh, yes. filter or whatever for the live breaking news. Yes, it's it's meant to look like old school TV. It's not widescreen. It's, it's, uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 got some it's got some uh, some dirt on on the on the footage. 
and it seems like everyone is you know around them are very serious they're all like taking pictures they're trying to get their interviews yeah the press is just hounding them i mean the paparazzi you know how they are they're just so you know agitated all the time but i keep like watching this this clip and i kind of go freeze frame and there's this guy in the top right and he's just smiling and not really i don't know i don't know what do you guys think about this guy i don't know he he does not belong i'll tell you that <laughs> he looks familiar does he i think maybe you saw him in the uh in the biker bar scene oh okay is that willie nelson but without maybe. his beard maybe hmm. <laughs> you know how character actors are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well so then you know um jeff you already kind of mentioned it but he says uh you're all a bunch of normals i'm the weird one and that is directly <laughs> from Uh, At least I'm the weird one part from that original Aaron Paul trailer from 2010. Uh, I'm the weird one. (laughs) Yes. And I and I sort of see this even catching on a little bit online, but I the the you're all a bunch of normals. I love the term normals for people who are not Weird Al fan. It's incredible. I think that's going to catch on yeah. and that's going to be viral. I think that anybody who I don't know that we have an official name for Weird Al fans quite yet. Maybe close personal friends might be the closest thing, but uh, but definitely the non fans. Uh, I. Calling them normals is incredible. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of a it's it's sort of a almost a a uh, veiled reference to in the Harry Potter universe how they call the non magic people muggles. Oh yeah, that's a great oh, connection. Smart, yeah, I love that. Very smart. There does seem to be a bottle of booze next to him when he's yelling at them too. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then we get our first uh, twenty-seven Easter egg. Uh, behind the band it says section 27 so it must be maybe backstage at like a a sports stadium where he's performing i'm guessing yeah right it's so good and then we see al with like a camo hawaiian shirt like kind of walking through the forest i'm I'm wondering what that's about (laughs) i wonder if that's a reference to the daniel radcliffe film the lost city oh that take that does i did see that film that does take place in a jungle so yeah, maybe they just shot it while he that. was on set yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they're like here try on this wig and glasses and mustache and uh they recorded test footage they're like oh we'll put it in the film that works <laughs> <laughs> or at least the trailer right <laughs> i do love that the, it's like a camo it's it's like a wild camouflage shirt <laughs> like i'm gonna blend in but also not <laughs> <Indeed>. really right <laughs> <laughs> every detail is just perfect they did such a good job i mean there is another scene also that this could remind me of and that is if you remember in the beginning of weird al's first film uhf he's sort of walking through a jungle so i wonder if this is maybe uh has a reference to to the opening Indiana Jones scene oh. in the uh, movie UHF. I hadn't even considered. What if they film UHF in Weird the Al Yankovic story? They, yeah. That's part of Al's <laughs> career. Oh, my God. Mind blown, Dave. Very meta. <laughs> <laughs> or it could just be, you know, there's always that that part in the biopics where, where uh, you know, we have to go, we have to go walk alone for a, a minute to uh to reconnect with ourselves kind of like when uh in the complete al they they pushed al into a vat of yogurt to snap him out of uh whatever that trance he was in um maybe that's the equivalent here i saw in you something special an artist 
with something to give to the world. So we see Dr. D and that's got to be Cindy Lauper, right? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely Cindy Lauper. And then we see Al laying in a hospital bed on stage. He's dressed and singing, obviously, like a surgeon because there's two guys with cone bras. I love that the cone bras make a appearance in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> They're such an iconic part of seeing Like a Surgeon live that I'm so happy that they made it into the movie. Did Al perform with a, a bed on stage in real life? Not that I remember. He sort of had maybe a platform that he rolled around on. Yeah, there was a platform, but it wasn't a, like a hospital bed. Um, <laughs> no. I guess in this universe, though, he had the budget for a hospital bed. Yes. <laughs> and then we get to see... Uh, <laughs> I I love that um, Dr. Demento is in the bubble bath, still wearing his top hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, he, he looks so like he's pleading with Al. Just like... <laughs> I bet it, I, it has to be a gag that the top hat never comes off in the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. Yeah. There is a, there is like a, uh, like a sort of iconic photo of Dr. Demento in the bath. Right. Uh, sort of covered in, in like, you know, seven inch records. Um, right. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know exactly what um, you're talking about. But, but his hat is not on in that photo. I <laughs> Well, a little poetic license here, right. I guess. <laughs> and also, that's how you know he's a real doctor, is that he's always dressed for ready to go at any moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> In front of all the billions of people watching around the world right now, all I want to say is be as weird as you want to be. Yeah! <laughs> Again, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Starts with discover the icon. Uh, icon discovered. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> That's what I say. It looks like Weird Al is at some sort of award ceremony, accepting some sort of award, and he's giving an impassionate speech. He's got a great Hawaiian print tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a green bow tie and those. I can't tell if those are purple pants. I'm not sure, but I love them regardless. <laughs> I want a t-shirt awesome. of those pants. <laughs> In the audience, we see Jim, Bermuda, and Steve, as well as Cindy Lauper again and Dr. Demento. So Al gets yes. to hook up with Madonna. Maybe Dr. D gets to hook up with Cindy Lauper. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> That Cindy Lauper, by the way, is she's pretty great. That yes. hair is so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they they really just nailed everything. It's so good. <laughs> so then backstage, I guess we see Al and the band. They're hugging and they're all wearing Amish Paradise outfits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're I love we're it. back on top. Maybe this is our comeback. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Look. Looks like it could be that way. Yes. Uh, you can see kind of in the background that there is like a like the, the frame of a, of a house, um, you oh, know, kind of like in the catch. video. Yeah. Right. Um, or a frame of a barn, a barn raising. Uh, good I guess catch. Oh, yes. yeah. I didn't notice that. I love that. Yeah. I just noticed it literally right now. That's great. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, and I'm wondering what that random person that's walking around in the background is up to. 
yeah. being a jerk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now we we have to tackle the giant greasy egg in the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, what is going is, on here? <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, so Radcliffe is all slimed up, um, <laughs> glistening. <laughs> um, just in all of his muscular glory, uh, playing a guitar. Yeah, in the middle of what seems to be a void, right? <laughs> of, of some of sort. Of course, Daniel as Weird Al, um, yes, playing the guitar, shirtless, hair's all wet. There's like a swirling storm above him, uh, floating in a. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is it a is it a perform this way? Reference? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, mean, I was I was wondering that. Or is it like a? Is it the part of the trailer or the part of the biopic where it's you know the rebirth of the artist? I don't know. Oh, oh, I like yeah, it. Th- this is yes. this is yeah. This is interesting for two reasons. Number one, Weird Al is playing a guitar, which of course we know he doesn't not know how to play a guitar. <laughs> he does not ever play guitar. He's got a wonderful uh, guitar player the Grammy awarding Jim Kimo West, who handles that perfectly. But also, uh, this very much reminds me of the pod scene in uh, the This Is Spinal Tap movie. Oh, good reference. Yeah, good call. I don't know. I, th- this is one of those things that I think we're just going to have to wait for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it a real, is it quote-unquote really happening? Is it a dream sequence? Um, oh, is it part of the Doctor Demento uh, <laughs> forearmed? Maybe that's the egg that the Doctor Demento is holding. It hatches into. <laughs> oh my! G- I'm in. <laughs> and I will. I will say that Weird Al looks very muscular in this. Yes, particular yes. Scene. I will. I will also say that. Um, <laughs> in a, Definitely in been a, working out. Yes. I, I I may need to lay down. What? <laughs> Well, so then we see Al lifting his accordion and then is tackled by a police officer. (laughs) (laughs) And although we don't actually see the police officer in this little clip in the trailer, I like to think that he's also played by Scott Ackerman and the same police officer is just (laughs) following him around. (laughs) And that looks like Radcliffe getting, getting tackled. I don't think that's a stunt guy. But maybe it is. I was noticing the same thing. I was wondering if uh, Daniel did all of his own stunts in this particular scene. It's either Daniel or someone who looks an awful lot like Daniel. Um, right. Yes. They. Yeah, it looks great. I'm trying to see if I can see the cop's face, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Head cannon is the, it's the same officer. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You will never find true happiness until you can truly accept who you are. Ah, the lesson being learned. <laughs> Again, completing the, the Discover the Icon, it says, Who changed music literally? Yes. And we see what appears to be Al and the band recording a song in the bathroom. And I don't know if you guys ah. noticed this, but they're wearing the same outfits as earlier in the trailer when Al writes My Bologna. So I have to assume this is a reference to when Al recorded By Bologna in the bathroom at KCPR. <laughs> yes, for yeah, sure. I, I would think so, for sure. It's, it looks like they immediately uh, 
went right to the closest available bathroom and <laughs> recorded the song. And the and the band member, everyone's dancing, like having a good time. It looks like a party. It does. And accurate to the actual My Bologna recording, it's just Al on accordion. Um, although I like how they do have the band there, just you know, not actually performing anything. <laughs> <laughs> dancing along, enjoying the moment. Yep, again, you see, you see, uh, you see Bermuda and Weird Al hugging it out, very excited about something going on. Yes. Uh, Looks like Steve is shirtless behind him. I'm not really sure what's going on. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't notice that either. Oh, yeah. I'm on shirtless guy duty for the rest yeah. of the episode. That's why we had you here, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the next quick scene, you see that barn in the background and the unmistakable uh, image of Weird Al as an Amish person and uh, backup singers in the background holding yeah. candles. Yeah, yeah, just like the choir from the uh, Amish Paradise video. Yeah, definitely cool. And then we get a, a special cameo appearance of... If it's not, I would be very surprised, but Weird Al's actual in-real-life wife, Suzanne Yankovic. <laughs> yes, look at her go. Indeed. She's a movie star. <laughs> and she's sitting next to, not not movie Weird Al, but movie Tony Scotty, I assume. Yes. <laughs> Played by Weird Al. <laughs> yes. And they are, and everyone's waving their arms uh, to Amish Paradise, it looks like. Yeah. So according to Google, it looks like Tony Scotty married a woman named Sylvie Varton in 1984. So I think we can assume that Suzanne is playing the part of Sylvie Varton. Sure. <laughs> Everything else about this trailer seems to be pretty factual, yeah. so let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but what if Suzanne is playing Daniel Al's wife, Suzanne, and she just happens to be sitting next to his record company guy tony scotty that that could be it too you, you made you made everyone's head explode <laughs> well as far as we know from the trailer it looks like that weird al is still together with madonna so i'm not quite sure your theory works out there too well <laughs> okay <laughs> well so but she is a bad influence yes I, i've heard <laughs> well, doesn't mean they broke up that's right <laughs> thank you So it says Daniel Radcliffe, as if we didn't know already, Daniel Radcliffe will be playing Weird Al. <laughs> we see Al yep. with his trophy and the bands in the audience cheering for him. And then we get the logo, the official logo. Yes. I love And that. yes, confirmed those are purple pants that he is wearing. <laughs> Thank you. And a purple cummerbund. <laughs> The Hulk wears purple pants and uh, is green, so I wonder if that's a, a reference. And to is also, the yeah, Hulk. he's also as ripped as Daniel Radcliffe. Right. <laughs> Good lord, what is that guy eating? Yeah, and that trophy. I mean, it doesn't look like an Emmy or or you know a Grammy or anything. So I wonder what that is. Uh, I wonder if it's just like an all encompassing egot. An egot award. <laughs> it's just it's just one egot. <laughs> Like, once you get all of them, they're like, all right, you have to turn them in, and we're going to melt it down, and you get this. Yes. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> oh, Al, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> I totally deserve that. 
Uh, this is great. This yes. is great. Oh, this is another thing. I cannot watch this trailer enough and not laugh at this part. Oh, God. Again, it's just... The performances are so good. There's just like no... There is just no betraying the, the like seriousness of what is yes. happening. This is very much a visual scene. So for what's happening is that Weird Al lights a cigarette. Uh, ben Scotty says, oh, Al, you can't smoke in here. Then Al grabs his hand and puts the cigarette out in his palm. And, of course, Ben is just screaming in pain as just Al just makes this intense glares. eye contact with him. Yes. And uh, Tony looks over at Al without any sort of expression. And uh, Ben's clutching his hand. And he just says, ha ha, I totally deserve that. And Al smirks at him. That little <laughs> it's smirk. Incredible scene. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love oh, it so indeed. much. Oh, it's so funny. The world belongs <laughs> to the weird is the tagline that shows up right yep. after that. <laughs> yep. Roku <sighs> Channel, November 4th, stream free. Now, I have a, a, a theory. When Dave and I interviewed Eric Appel over those three episodes, um, at one point, Eric mentioned that there was something in the movie that he wrote, but he felt like, oh, I wonder if I really wrote that or if I subconsciously got that from somewhere and he wasn't sure. And he said, everyone loves it. I just have a feeling that that's that cigarette scene because that just seems like such an amazing scene. Um, that's my guess is that we'll have to ask him uh, when we have him on again. But I just I don't know why I believe that. I just I feel it. I feel it. Play the Zeb theme song. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. It's it's just the the messaging kind of at the end of this where you know we're just like uh, you'll never find true happiness till you can accept who you are or whatever you know. Uh, followed by the tagline of. Um, the world belongs to the weird. Like, I just... Like, that <laughs> yeah. to me... Like, this movie is... Like, this movie is just everything that I want in life. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is just a beautiful thing. And, and the journey will be just pure madness, <laughs> I suspect. Yeah, I was already excited for this movie before I saw this trailer, but seeing this trailer just makes it so much better. This movie is, just seeing the trailer tells me that this movie is going to be beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Just these random scenes that are in there, this just timeline that just does not make sense with what I personally <laughs> know about Weird Al's history. And just, and the fact that it's got, you know, Eric Appel, who's an incredibly funny guy, writing this along with Weird Al, who of course is an incredibly funny guy. They've got all these wonderful cameos, you know, Will Forte, Scott Aukerman, and who knows who else is in this film that we haven't seen because they haven't shown up in the trailer, you know. Yeah. And of course, you know, then of course, Rain Wilson and, you know, all the other amazing actors that are in here. This film is just is is going to I think it's just going to blow everyone out of the water once it finally comes out and we uh, get to sit down and watch it. I, I just cannot think it's, wait. 
it's going to be a cult classic instantly. instantly. It's going to go. It's going. To, yeah, instantly going to go to the top of everyone's list. You have to see this movie. We're the Al Yankovic story. Yes, and so many T-shirts coming at us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can't wait for the yes. merchandise. <laughs> I'll call hot topic right call now. Them. <laughs> Uh, well, this was awesome. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. I guess this is it for this episode. Uh, hang on. I think you guys forgot something. No, um, I'm pretty sure we covered everything. We, we we took a really deep dive into this trailer. I think we covered pretty much everything. No, we did take a deep dive into the trailer, but I didn't hear the discovered Dassel ad. You still have five more to do. Ugh, don't even say that word, Jeff. What? Discover? No, duh. I can't even say it. <laughs> you know, Ethan, I think we can get away without doing the <clears throat> Discover Dassel ad this week. You know what we'll do? We'll just say that our intern Frank messed up yet again, and he edited the ad out of the episode. People will believe that. Frank's an idiot. Yeah, great idea, Dave. No, no, guys, no. You need to do that ad. You owe it to your sponsor. And besides, if you don't do it, you'll be out of compliance with at least a dozen Canadian podcast and broadcasting corporation rules and regulations, and you'll be fined $1,832. Who made you the expert on Canadian podcast rules? It doesn't matter. I don't know why you even bother following Canadian podcast and broadcasting corporation rules and regulations. Neither of you are Canadian, and this podcast is recorded entirely in the United States of America. Eh, we only follow them because it's a lot more paperwork for our intern, Frank. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you just do the ad for us, Jeff? Uh, all right. Fine. It'll get me out of here faster. <clears throat> this episode is brought to you in part by Discover Dassel, promoting tourism in Dassel, Minnesota. I still see a lot more on that paper. Keep reading. Not only is historic Dassel uh, a town, it's also... A city in Meeker County, Minnesota. Oh, keep going, Jeff. There's more. The population of Dassel, Minnesota was 1,469 as of the 2010 census. Also? Those 1,469 residents all conveniently fit into a total area of 1.69 square miles. Or for the Canadian listeners... 4.39 square kilometers. Uh, uh, yeah, and? The total land area of Dassel, Minnesota is 1.68 square miles, or 4.36 square kilometers, which means that the total water area of Dassel, Minnesota is only 0.01 square miles, or 0.03 square kilometers. I'm sorry I told you guys to do this ad. Oh no, you agreed to this. You need to keep reading it. If we assume that the average human being is 60% water, and that the average human being weighs 136 pounds, give or take, then we can extrapolate what percentage of the water in Dassel is made of humans. Alright, Jeff. How exactly do you propose that we do that? Mm, I don't know. I'm not a math guy. So visit Dassel, Minnesota on your next expedition if you must. And after you visit Dassel, Minnesota, we are obligated to mention that discoverdassel.biz is also a website. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast is brought to you absolutely free thanks to our incredible sponsors, Burrito Burrito, Jackson Scoggins, Jack Bateman, the less-than-incredible Discover Dassel, and our newest sponsor, Well, 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 and the true legends of the once-great forum Huawei, a.k.a. Mark Heidenreich. Our podcast is also supported by everyone in our Patreon family, with special thanks to our amazing close personal friend level Patreon supporters, Mike, 
Rim Jams, Jared and Rocky, Javier, Nancy, NES, Josh64, Gus and Alicia, Jake, Kenneth, Scott, Zeb, Adriana, Allison, Blair, Matthew, and also thanks to our newest close personal friend, Patreon supporter, Ajax, as well as our special guest this episode, UH Jeff, and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our family-friendly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 2000inch. There are awesome benefits like getting your name on the podcast, like you just heard me do, your own private RSS feed, and access to secret episodes. And now would be a good time to join if you haven't already, because you'll be the first to hear our unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour concert review bonus episodes. And don't forget to check out our official merchandise over at shop.2000inch.com. You can buy all sorts of shirts and pillows and towels, and you can send them all to Weird Al's P.O. Box. Oh. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans, so be sure to join our Facebook community over at group.2000inch.com and then visit our Discord server for even more riveting Weird Al and Red Rump the Goody related conversations. You can find both of them linked on our website, as well as information about past episodes and past guests over at weirdalpodcast.com or 2000inch.com. And while you're there, click on ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episodes to follow along with our adventures on tour or black and white and weird all over bonus episodes for our special series where author john Bermier schwartz walks us through his first book page by page and picture by picture keep up on new episodes podcast news and events by following at 2000 inch on facebook twitter and instagram and thank you for subscribing and leaving reviews on your favorite podcast app make sure you're subscribed because not only does it help the podcast dude it will give you chills Plus, we absolutely love it when we receive voicemail via our official patent-pending 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline, 347-SPATULA. Give it a call, and you might even hear your message in a future episode. Thank you once again to this episode's super special, spectacular, pretty stinking majestic guest, UH Jeff Nucera. Thank you for letting me interrupt you over and over again. We also want to thank Johnny O'Hearn, Eric Appel, and the Roku Channel. Thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song. And thank you to Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thanks to all of you, our loyal listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for choosing Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And until next time, remember to gill and... Wait, wait, wait. Can we go back to the biker bar scene in the trailer for a second? Uh, yeah, sure. What's up? I'm just kind of scrolling through. That guy on the right at 58 seconds and 1 minute 13 seconds really looks a lot like you, Ethan. Uh, I don't see it, Jeff. I mean, Ethan always wears a baseball hat, and that guy just, he isn't wearing a hat. Plus, he's also wearing a leather vest, and we all know that Ethan's a vegetarian. He'd never wear leather. Mm, Yeah, I guess. But come on, that guy on the left with the long hair and the beard... That's gotta be you, Dave. Jeff, have you ever even seen Dave? He's much taller than that. Wow, how insulting. Plus, that guy is clearly wearing a ring on his pinky finger. (laughs) Have you ever seen Dave wearing a ring on his pinky finger? Jeez, insult numero two-o. I give up.
That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 170-inch. Wow, that guy at 1 minute 52 seconds sure looks a lot like UH Jeff. What? Chloe says hi. <laughs> hi, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>